Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to Creative in Faith. It's Amanda here. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host. If this is your first time and each week, uh, we're going to be expanding on the weeks, but currently each week on a Mondays, I have this particular podcast show called Creating in Faith. And um, what it is, is about us creating despite how we feel. So... If you create in a particular style or you use particular mediums and you're not feeling it that particular day, then do something else. And so you're constantly feeding yourself, um, you're nourishing yourself, so it's not edible food, but you're nourishing yourself by doing something creative. And that could even be going out for a walk and just observing nature and listening. So the word for today is perceptive. And I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about it and thinking how in relation to my creativity and the things that I do or the way that I work, could I say that I'm perceptive? And um, I like to think about the work that I do being a blessing to others and so I will work with particular mediums not because oh yeah I feel like well sometimes I do like oh yeah I feel like working with acrylics today or I feel like making something the the underlying thing is that I feel like making something and then I play around with some supplies and see well okay is this the something that is um doing it for me at the moment and then I'll go with that or you know I might change it up but I I've got that as an underlying foundation that I want my my work to speak for itself I want to be able to encourage someone and that's yeah the underlying foundation I want to be able to encourage somebody by <clears throat> the things that I'm doing all the things that I've written about, or you know, all that I've said, um, and so I'm. I think I'm constantly, unconsciously listening. <laughs> if you can do that, consciously, unconsciously, listen. But listening to my creative spark, listen to the muse, listen to my the Holy Spirit, um, talk to me about what. I should be doing or what I need to you know engage with next and it's it will be a still small voice that it's not even sometimes very audible it'll be like you know um, sculpture <laughs> or it'll be like frames um, making the frames and I'll you know maybe see glimpses of it it's hard to explain but it's it's again a feeling as well and I go with it and 
nine times out of ten I haven't had that the one out of ten where it just didn't work out it's I follow that through and it works and um, I feel that the way that we work with we're working with materials is very important and can be a very powerful thing especially if you're working with say natural materials and I recently attended it was a four-day symposium on pigments and I mean I was way out of <laughs> my comfort zone because I'm just on my beginning um, stages I've just started working with flower pigments and botanicals same thing I guess um, learning the language and a lot of people are into you know like um, or we were talking a lot about they were talking a lot about speakers talking a lot about you know sort of like indigo plant pigments um, ochres and um, different ochres that you can get chemical reactions um, historically um, indigenous use and recognizing those that were <clears throat> there before and how they used it and I think that sometimes we can and this is my opinion sometimes we can um, so we're using these supplies we're using these things and there's the whole thing about how through colonization um, I guess it started in Europe but um, when we look at how the colonizers came in stripped um, countries bare took it back and we we know uh, when we look at some of the um, the looted artifacts from Africa and how they've ended up in you know museums in the UK in Germany and they've taken these the the art art was not like on its own separate it was part of life and no it wasn't just something that you had on the wall and you know you looked at it or you locked it in a safe and waited for it to, to appreciate in value. That's how it's seen now. But back then, and when you look at all of these indigenous um, communities and cultures, it was part of the day-to-day the -day living. It was, this is the colors, you know, I go and look for the colors and this is the colors that I will paint my dwelling. These are the colors we use. Um, we grind it, we have our traditional methods and then, you know, we make, um, uh, we use the fibres and the, they're coloured and dyed or, you know, the paints, the pots that we um, have, you would dug up the clay and then form the pots and then dug, put them in the fire pit um, and then use these particular colours. So the colours not only had spiritual uh, community um, uh, significance but also how I suppose to say how we used the um, materials internally so you know 
for different elements, how would it be used for the rites of passages? How would it be used? The colours that were used, you know, um, when men come of age or the boys came of age or the women came of age, you know, they would be adorned in particular ways using these particular colours. And so when all of these, when the colonisers went and stripped bare and took and uh, what somebody said, um, by any means possible, or by, you know, as if, that they weren't saying as if, but the thought behind it is like, you know, you're saying, oh, well, we're going to take these um, things from these cultures because we want to preserve it. You're taking it and locking it up. You don't know how to store it. You don't know the significance. And now, what, what are you doing with it? Um, you're not returning any of it because there's a big argument. And yes, this is percept. The, the word is perception, um, perceptive. But I, but it, it just, you know, it was just. It's really interesting that. I mean, I never had any thoughts about pigments before. Um, you know, obviously I use colour and and um, in my work and paints. But I never thought of getting pigments from plants and using that and how closer to um, nature I am when I go and um, harvest particular flowers and make my own paints or um, using the clay and it's something that we that again you know there needs to be even more discussion but there was like over I would say nearly over 170 artists that took part and the work that they were doing was you know amazing and the kind of pigments that they had collected was just amazing and it was really nice just to be able to listen and and learn more about it and it's kind of pricked my interest even more because I do a lot of gardening and if you haven't come over to my creative garden um, on the YouTube you'll be able to see you know just some of the things that I've been doing in the garden and now I've got this added um, area of looking at flower pigments or botanicals and seeing what I can harvest from my garden and what colours what colours are, are my garden is my garden putting out you know at the moment as I look out my window I can see greens I can see um, uh, the red flowers from the pomegranate and the the, the pinkish um, hues that are, are starting to come up on the fruit of the pomegranate and then I've got the yellows of the Mexican sunflowers and the whites of the scavola flower and and so I've got you know three so far and then I've got the clitoritinatia flower which is a which has a blue color and it's just like seeing your garden in a, a whole different way you know we're, we're harvesting it harvesting the food from it you're growing food for me what's really also important is the medicinal benefits of all the plants and now having this you know looking at the color pigments that you can obtain i probably haven't got any ochres 
out there because you know Barbados was built on coral um, we, we've, we're heavy clay soil but I've, I've found two different types of soil out in the garden so in the clay um, so it's, it's again really exciting but it's it's looking at all of that and thinking wow you know last year I was heavily into or the year before yeah the year before you know the sculptures and then we've moved on to the fabrics and then I've been doing some dyeing and how it's all kind of fitted in and then I've kind of worked not kind of worked with the garden I've worked with the garden and developed that and it's all moving hand in hand and that um, because I call myself the creative gardener I as you know on my youtube channel it's Amanda Trout creative gardener but it's just like the creative the creativeness the creative side of that is now coming to the front because it's like so I have to go and look for the look at the flowers and see what pigments and experiment and it's just really exciting what potentially could come from that and perceptive is for me knowing that I'm on the right track and as I think about it it feels right and so I explore even more and I as I said to myself you know I'm going to initially again because I keep I find rocks out there there's nothing but rocks but they're all white rocks or white coral the dead coral um, but the idea of looking at every single plant and I've got like over 200 different types of plants and and then you've got multiples of um, and just being able to go through every one I'm cataloging, trying to catalogue, in the process of cataloging because I haven't started yet, but going to be cataloging. I've got a brief catalogue, say, of all the plants and the names. There's new ones that have appeared and looking at the medicinal benefits and the nutritional benefits and now looking at, okay, when I um, try and extract some pigment in my pestle and mortar and it's just like okay so what what colors am i gonna get and again from natural foods that we know that you know turmeric the orangey yellow yellows um and other other plants other things that we use in the kitchen that you get dyes from and then the thought of making my own charcoal i've got several different types of wood here in the garden and um it's all yeah just very exciting so much so i was thinking oh those little um jars that or jars that you can get to store the pigments i'm going to need to invest in those but let's kind of take it a step at a time um i've got one jar filled with the dried flowers from the clitoria tinnitae which you can also make a tea from and you get a blue color but i wanted to experiment with the purple color you get when you add lemon juice but um again yeah so look at look at the things that you're doing look at the things that you're drawn to that you're interested in that are sitting are sitting with you that you that or make, I was to say make you feel driven like I feel driven now I'm driven down this kind of path of of looking at the um, potential 
the added potential of my garden and and connecting those two and being um, a wise steward of the space that I have and thinking about those that were here before me and what were, you know, when we look at the native plants here in Barbados, what were their uses? Where is the um, Amerindians or the Caribs? And when we think of the Caribbean as a whole and those that were here before us, what were their practices with certain plants? And, and do we remember, you know, like, is there a, um, something in our DNA that, that will help us as well as, you know, the research that we do, but is there, when we connect with certain things, is it because of that inner spiritual connection? And, you know, when we're in tune with the land and what we're doing, what kind of energy is moving around us when, when we are flowing in that? And I am really interested in all of that and looking to explore. So I want you to just kind of sit with it. You know, you, you may not have any kind of, or have thought of any of that and, or thinking of, you know, well, culturally, what were those who were here before me? What were the practices, the originals, you know, um, not those that came and dro drove them out um, infected them with disease and then took over um, and when you think about all of the you know so America Canada Australia Africa how people were have been affected by those who have come in the name of, oh, we're going to civilize you, or we're going to um, educate you, when the education was there and they were practicing the, they were, the, the things that they had achieved, the, the connection that they had with the land, um, is, is, is something that they can never, experience because they just took everything that they had and as I say you know they put it in museums and now what are you going to do I was you know querying there was um, somebody who said um, it was I think they've several people I've heard you know they've worked for a museum and then they recognize those that went before and then say you know yeah our museum has got all of this stuff but I can't tell you the story behind it. And it's just like, so are you gonna give back what it is you've taken to the communities, to the descendants of? Um, <laughs> it's not enough saying that, you know, yes, we recognize that, you know, we destroyed communities, we stole these things and it's not enough just to say, yes, we recognize you were the first here, but it's just like, yeah, but we've still got the stuff that we stole and we're not going to give it back. You can loan it. They were saying that with some of the um, artifacts there were in Africa, um, 
in, was it Nigeria? Ghana, I think it was Ghana actually. Um, and they were saying, oh no, you lot don't have the right storage facilities. And it was just like, so where are you storing the stuff that you stole from us? Oh, they're still undocumented and they're in your basements, not basements, whatever. I was going to say dungeon. <laughs> but anyway, so perception, perceptive. How is it? How is it? How is it that you are connecting with that which you do, you know, as a creative? And are you thinking about the more that there is with what you are creating and what you need to learn about or what you need to explore, what you need to develop. Take care. Thank you for joining me. Let me know what you think and uh, stay blessed and be a blessing. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents.